podcast listeners. All right, RS here on RSB at P Season 3, Episode 27. Today is January 15th, 2023, and it is NFL playoffs time. So how did your team do yesterday, and is your team in it today and tomorrow? Some of you who've been tuning in the last few Sundays uh, I've kind of went off track and talked about sports. Uh, well, after a few direct messages and emails that persuaded me to keep on track with the mental health thing, I will just uh, do that. And that is to just focus on uh, why I began this podcast in the first place. I'll focus on life, your mind, your healing, and ultimately happiness. Uh, life is not easy, all right? So um, I, I always want to let listeners know that I am exclusively on Spotify. If you download the Spotify app, not only do you get my audio version, but the video version all tied into one. You can find me on TuneIn, Apple Podcast, and on Anchor. Also a few minutes on YouTube as just an intro for each episode know something like 15 to 20 minutes and if you want to listen to the whole episode you are directed to download the spotify app if you haven't done so already okay so uh, here we go so why am i doing this 2023 marks the 11th year since i began listening to people who are friends of mine that had to unload their emotions to vent and my friends, it is still here today. As friends of mine or people I don't even know tell me their issues of life, venting on what's on their minds, I've heard all kinds of issues, addictions, anxiety, depression, sadness, people in mourning, all kinds of issues. And I've learned that after each person confessed their issues, they felt relief. I've made this analogy so many times in the past, if a, if a tea kettle whistles at around 212 degrees Fahrenheit, we know when it is ready to turn off the stove. If not, that pot will keep on boiling. And like our minds, we need to let off some steam and venting or talking about our problems is a good thing. All right. Just a little warning. Um, I am not a licensed therapist. Uh, I am not a doctor of medicine. I am not a spiritual guru or a student of psychology or philosophy. Uncle Ron, Brother Ron, that's me, is an everyday guy who has a soft heart for people with issues in life. And um, I love all of you, right? Okay, this is on my Christian belief. Um, I have stated my belief in Christianity. Um, uh, that's a personal belief. I do not force my beliefs on anyone. I do not judge anyone. I accept people for who they are. Uh, whatever they believe in, whatever race, uh, place in society, income level, sexual orientation, you know, I, I just don't judge anyone, all right? So my belief is just a personal thing. Um, so today's topic will be PTSD. Uh, we, are, we are going to touch on PTSD. PTSD, excuse me, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, it is a psychological condition that is a major mental roadblock 
for many people here in the United States and here in Hawaii where I live. Uh, the causes of PTSD, when someone witnesses a, trauma a traumatizing event, such as uh, soldiers at war, uh, first responders, anyone that witnessed uh, tragic events from uh, vehicle accidents, air disasters, fires, natural disasters, man-made disasters, uh, seeing people physically altered by tragedy can have absolutely grave repercussions on the mind and soul of individuals that, of course, witness these horrible events, right? So the triggers are what causes someone to relive a cataclysmic event. If someone experienced a, a building burning, just the sight of a large flame or fire at a barbecue can trigger a rewind. Someone who witnessed war, people dying will hear a gunshot in a movie even, and that causes a flashback. All right, so um, one of the things that people wanted me to talk about is um, do antidepressants work? You know, something like a Prozac, Paxil, Zoloft, or Effexor, or Effexor. Um, uh, okay, those are just, you know, the, the generic names, right, uh, or the brand names. Uh, are generally prescribed for patients with PTSD. Um, I just got to add, uh, you know, I talked to some people in the past few months that are dealing with PTSD, and a lot of them are, are older people, older men mostly that served in war, um, mostly in the military. And I'm going to just talk about some people here, but... I just want all of you to know if you are experiencing depression of any kind. Hold on. Let me check my camera if it's working. So if you're suffering from any kind of depression or, uh, you know, mental issues, uh, psychological issues, uh, you need to talk to someone. And, you know, at first, if you haven't done so already, you know, make an appointment, talk to someone, talk to a counselor, talk to a therapist. Again, if you can't get to someone professional uh talk to a good friend you know someone in the church maybe or uh and whatever organization you're in you know at school uh, someone that you can trust someone that you can trust and if you're a young adult someone older with more experience you know that you can talk and you know, talk to and trust this person that won't you know start blabbing away to everyone else in the office or at school about your problem or your issues it's really important to talk you know and like i stated earlier you know for the last you know 2023 is going to be about 11 years you know i counted the years that i've been kind of like an unofficial uh ears for people a lot of them my friends that have issues and they need to talk about life and just this morning again like clockwork someone calls me hey ron what's up man they don't really have to tell me I just listen, and if I can't, I, I kindly tell them, you know, I can't talk right now, but please call me back. And sometimes I can see hear the urgency in their voices, and I, I'll call them back because it, it's part of my, my mission now. It's like God has me here on this earth for for that purpose, that people need to talk. And, you know, I, like I said, you know, when you talk about whatever issues you're having, and you, 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 you spill the beans, so to speak. You do feel better. You really do. Like I said, you know, if you haven't had 
a uh, therapy session where you're talking to someone. Uh, hopefully, it's a professional counselor. Um, you know, it really feels good when you talk to at least somebody about whatever issue you're having. Again, you know, life is not easy. You could have a relationship problem. You can have a problem at work. You know, any kind of issue, you know, like I keep saying, you know, I, I joke around a lot. But um, one of the issues I have, it's not really severe nowadays, but an anger issue. So if I can tell all of you out there that Brother Ron here on the mic, Uncle Ron here on the mic, one of the problems I have is like an anger issue because I can flip my wig real quick. I got to learn to take a deep breath and not let things get to me. And, um, you know, I'm getting better as I get older and kind of just uh, accept things and um, not, you know, freak out real quick. Uh, a lot of times I get mad at myself, really, you know. But, um, you know, getting mad at other people like I used to. Uh, somebody cut me off. I, I, you know, step on the gas and kind of tail them for like a mile. But, you know, uh, a friend of mine who's a retired police officer, you know, he was telling me, you know, your actions could cause you uh, greater harm. You know, that the guy that you're tailing might be a psycho. He might be more crazy than you. And he might not go after you, but he might go after like your loved ones. I'm like, oh, yeah, I never really thought about that. So, you know, in life, for every action that we take, there's always uh, consequences. There's always another reaction, you know, like chemicals, right? You know, you add something into acid, whatever, you know, there's going to be some kind of reaction. There's going to be some kind of result, either positive or negative, right? So, you know, you got to remember that, you know, if you, you stick your finger in an electrical outlet, you know, you know, uh, you, you might get shocked. Uh, almost uh, nine times out of ten, I'd say you get shocked, right? You know, um, you play with a loaded gun, um, there's a chance someone's going to get hurt, you or someone else. You play with fire, you're going to get burned. So, you know, you got to be cautious out there. You know, watch what you do, watch what you say, and always, you know, think of the other person, you know, always think about the other person, you know, like like I was saying, you know, I, I have a problem with anger. Like if I just snap and lose my myself and flip my wig, you know, flip my top, you know, just being just rogue sometimes, you know, I might hurt somebody by accident. So anyway, you know, just be mindful of yourself and, and others. You know, we have a mind. We're human beings. We have this intelligence to, uh, you know, tap into. You know, we're not like just any animal right i mean we, we're human beings we have intelligence and it's unfortunate that you know we we look look at the prison system we have you know i have a friend that used to uh work in the uh, the prison system he was going man ron you wouldn't believe how much intelligent people are in the prison system and i'm like what he goes no man it, it, they just went off the wrong they went on the wrong road and you know a lot of these guys are really intelligent but they just you know took the wrong path and you know, instead of the, they took the path of light and enlightenment, you know, they, they took the dark road, maybe easy money, uh, whatever, and you hung out with the wrong people and, you know, they went to prison. But I believe that. I really believe that, that in prison there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of good people also that just took the wrong road. And, um, you know, for all of you younger people listening, you know, don't do the right thing. You know, you don't want to do the wrong thing and, and hurt yourself and hurt your reputation. Uh, you know, Uncle Ron, Brother Ron, I, I want you guys to be around and be productive people in society. All right? 
So anyway, um, I'm going to be talking about PTSD and already like 13 minutes has gone by or so close to that. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm going to cut off right now here on YouTube and go download the Spotify app to listen to the whole, uh, the rest of the episode, episode 27, season three. So if you're on YouTube right now, this is going to be over. Download the uh, download the Spotify app and you can listen and, and watch the whole uh, episode. All right. All right. So now we're going to talk a little bit about PTSD. All right. Um, so I'm going to tell you some stories, uh, just a couple stories of two gentlemen they're um in their older years now both served in the u.s military in vietnam in the 60s i guess early 70s all right okay warning these are stories of patients that felt taking medication and various other therapies were not healthy for them this is not for anyone that is suffering from ptsd to do this is just information on others that have detoured their lives and went on a spiritual quest for healing. And if, if you are suffering from PTSD and you are seeing a professional counselor or a doctor, please remain with them as for everyone is an individual and each has their own purpose for healing. Please do not try any of these healing methods that I am about to share seeking professional help first at, at these stories are shared by individuals that have spent countless years in therapy and as they have matured found a, another path towards healing uh, names of authors to these stories have been altered to protect their privacy all right so, so the stories may be maybe graphic for some so just uh, be aware that you know uh, it might be graphic may not be it might be all right so um uh, first first uh man we talk about change of of course not not his real name tim uh tim is a vietnam veteran he has three children and five grandchildren all right so he is divorced he is still dealing with ptsd uh in vietnam he suffered some very traumatic events First of all, he was in the army, in the infantry. He did one tour, and that was enough. He was shot in the leg and almost died. He lost a lot of blood. Uh, he was caught in an ambush. No chance to survive. But after days in the jungle, he survived and was rescued miraculously. Okay, so however, he witnessed a few others in his group die instantly. Uh, one, he said, was shot in the face, blowing off, blowing his head off. Imagine that. Imagine that you're shot in the leg yourself, and as you're hurting, you see one of your comrades get his face blown off, all right? So, one, he said, was shot in the face, blowing his head off, okay? So, another was shot in the neck, and imagine you get shot in the neck, you know, see jugular vein. Uh, this soldier, his fellow comrade, and another one instantly died 
Um, another was shot in the stomach and died slowly. That's horrible. Okay, so Tim said, the smell of death is something he'll never forget. The smell of feces exiting someone when they are killed tragically is something so ugly it stuck with him until today. Uh, the sounds and feeling of the bombs going off, the tatter of machine guns going off. When he was in the, when he was in the army hospital, he could still smell death. He witnessed uh, other soldiers that lost both their arms, lost eyes, lost their faces, lost their feet or legs. Um, it was macabre. He spent years in therapy, even after he got married and had children. His flashbacks were too intense for his wife, and they divorced. He went into depression and was suicidal. His parents and cousins had, had to at times take his kids when he had custody to help him. So, you know, just to kind of paint a picture, yeah, he had depression and whatnot and anxiety but he was still functioning you know what i'm saying he was still functioning in society but he still had this problem uh with you know uh having flashbacks but it wasn't really that bad that he couldn't you know at least have a, a wife and kids at the time i've seen it happen you know in real life with with older you know friends you know they they suffered some some kind of mental issue, but they still had families. I mean, they, they still took their kids to baseball, football, whatever, but they just had this thing in them because they went to war, you know. And even after Vietnam, um, I had friends that went to the Gulf War. They were like my age and came back, and they had issues. So, you know, it's not like, you know, they're confined to, like, one room and that's it. You know, they're, they're, they're like, confined to a sanitarium or something no they they're, they're, they come back and they, they have issues but yet they still try to function you know so you got to give these guys credit right for at least trying um so where was i so okay so he spent years in therapy even after he got married and had children his flashbacks were too intense for his wife and they divorced okay i said that already uh he went into depression and was suicidal his parents and cousins had to at times take his kids when he had custody to help him okay i said that sorry i got lost so his his ex-wife um you know although she was divorced to him uh, kind of remained helpful they were friends you know and, and was by his side uh even after her death a few years ago uh he used lots of various antidepressants and that took a toll uh, the side effects were too much to handle Okay, let's just go back and paint this picture. So he he had it, you know, his wife and he got divorced, but his wife, seemingly because they had children together, um, you know, he she still kind of loved him, but you know, couldn't be with him physically because of his issues. You know, I could just imagine uh, the instability he he was, uh, you know, in his mind, unstable mind that was maybe you know freaking her out, you know but still loved him because of the kids. Um, so let me continue his story. So the last 10 years, uh, Tim began to delve deep into his Christian faith. And again, this is just an individual talking about his faith. I'm not saying any of you suffering from PTSD, uh, PTSD need to turn to Christ. I'm not saying that at all. 
I'm just reading a story of this one gentleman and and how he uh, kind of tried to not do the conventional psychological therapies, if you will. So, okay, I'm going to read this again. So, the last 10 years or so, Tim began to delve deep into his Christian faith, okay? His Christian faith. Nobody else's, okay? Uh, a friend of his, a fellow war veteran, uh, a little younger than he was, uh, who saw tragedy in the Gulf War, convinced him to join a group of other men who suffered from PTSD and start doing things to break away from the normal. Uh, that meant to help others who were in need of healing, using their experience in witnessing tragic events they became listeners for people in their church who had their own tragic events uh you know that they had to deal with um within their minds you know everyone has uh these people probably never saw war but they saw they had witnessed tragedy that affected their um uh, their mental capacity if you will okay so uh so they would schedule times at a peaceful park or a lake or at the mall to have a meal together, right? So the goal was to share experiences of tragedy and being understanding towards each other. So Tim was the oldest of the bunch, and his ears and understanding made others feel good. Okay, let, let me just read the sentence again. Okay, so Tim was the oldest of the bunch, and his ears uh, or his listening ability and his understanding, you know, a, a warm, kind heart, you know, he's probably like the grandfather figure, father figure of these younger people possibly, uh, made them feel good because he was listening to them uh, intently and uh, with compassion. Um, so, so there are mothers who were abused, okay? Uh, I, I reckon mothers, uh, single mothers or married people mar married women with with kids who were abused uh, men who were abused as children um, people who saw uh, people who saw people die tragically in their home hometowns okay so Tim and his friends uh, found that helping others go through bad times was a healing thing all right now when he has flashbacks it is met with different dynamics uh, when he retraces his time in Vietnam, uh, it is replaced with others' misfortunes, all right? Um, I don't think, like, he's, you know, keeping score or saying, oh, you know, great, you guys got problems just like me, ha, ha, ha. I don't think that's the whole thing. Um, it's knowing that he's not the only one that suffers from, you know, something that affects the mind especially when you witness tragedy you know you you feel not good that others are are experiencing a hardship but it's just knowing that hey you know you know other people have the same issues that i have and we can all be uh supportive of each other that's what you know it's about so he is a firm believer again this is just him uh, he is a firm believer in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He also reads from other authors that talk about peace and how to heal the mind. I didn't write this one down, but he, you know, it's not, he's a Christian, but he reads about, you know, others that talk about having peace of mind. And, and some of these people are not Christians, but, you know, he talks about uh, just being uh, spiritual and a good in a good light and, and not using drugs 
to to heal or to feel good. So so Tim is not fully cured of his PTSD. However, he has foregone the drugs that were prescribed. Okay, his team of healers um, will do things together themselves and talk about life. So that's healing. You know, you get together with people with with something in common. Okay, so they would schedule annual fishing trips. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, skiing trips. Yeah, you know, he didn't know how to ski. Uh, surfing trips. He didn't know how to surf. Uh, foodie trips. Foodies. You know, foodie trips. Foodies. Everyone's a foodie now. Everyone loves food. And um, these annual um, trips, you know, he looks forward to these things along with others who have, uh, you know, mental um, issues, psychological issues. And having these things on your calendar to look forward to is a good thing instead of just thinking doom and gloom, uh, thinking negative and being depressed, you know, you know, so he looks forward to these things with others. Uh, in his group so he found you know learning new things in life has kept his mind occupied on life okay i'm going to say that again he found he found or he discovered learning here's a key learning new things in life has kept his mind occupied on life and he is telling all of you with ptsd that life is not easy it takes courage to live another day or for that matter, one more second. Uh, he advises you to continue to live despite what you've been going through or went through. That God has you where he wants you. Uh, for every tragedy in life, there is something good that can come out of it. Alright? So that's a pretty cool story. Alright? So I'm going to read another one. Um, we'll call this gentleman Bradley. He was also in Vietnam. Uh, Bradley was in the Marines during Vietnam. Uh, he was out of high school in the mid-60s and served in Vietnam, in the Vietnam War he served. Uh, he was instructed to serve at this one particular time there in an aircraft that was to transport bombs. Alright, let me just, let me just read this again. Okay, so Bradley was in the Marines during uh, the Vietnam War. Okay, he was out of high school in the mid-60s. So he was right out of high school. So he was already serving in the Vietnam War. Okay, so one of his one of his duties, he was instructed to serve in an aircraft. I imagine a big transport jet or prop plane to transport bombs. Bombs. All right? Okay, so you guys kind of heard me on that. Okay, so on a flight, on this one particular flight, something went awry with a few of the bombs. Okay, so he's in a plane with these bombs. Okay, something went wrong as it leaked out its contents. I'm going to say it again. So he's transporting bombs. Something went wrong. Something went awry. As it leaked out contents, filled in it were napalm and Agent Orange. All right, so Agent Orange is a poison used to kill vegetation. Right, and um, uh, napalm is an incendiary mixture of a gelling agent and a vo volatile petrochemical, usually gasoline. 
petrol, petrol, or diesel fuel. Okay, so napalm burns result in severe skin damage that can cause multi-organ system failure and death. Let me say that again. So napalm burns result in severe skin damage that can cause multi-organ system failure and death. So this is the chemicals that were used as uh, chem we chem chemical weapons in Vietnam. And this is a reality, folks. This is part of history. Um, severe disfigurement and loss of function are common. Say this again. Severe disfigurement and loss of function are common. Requiring skin grafting and specialized care. Keloid formation may occur in some individuals. The psychological effect of exposure to napalm may be severe. The psychological effect. All right. Okay, so as you can gather, Bradley was a young man in war. Okay, his story was not just any war, he will admit. A young man. Okay, a young man. Right out of high school, you know, a good old American boy, you know, a, a young man, never dated a girl yet. You know, he was this, this you know, innocent young man, you, you know, and went to war. So he, he was in a battle in an unfamiliar world. When he came into contact with the chemicals, his life changed. Not only the chemical reactions to his body that harmed him, he needed a few skin grafts, just like what the, uh, the, the earlier paragraph stated. Okay, so not to mention psychological therapies when he came back to the U.S., but during the war he witnessed other human beings, both on the same U.S. side of the war, as well as the enemy Viet Cong. He witnessed firsthand the travesty of war and the use of chemicals uh, we would use on a cockroach here at home. That was a nuisance in our kitchen. He saw the horrors of what Agent Orange and Napalm did. He lived that nightmare. Bradley was so ill that he could not have any children. That's sad. His body was mangled from the inside out and the outside in, or outside in, inside out. And his mind was washed with what he saw as pure, pure evil on both sides, both sides of the war. And when he got home to U.S. soil, he was spit on by protesters. This is when the chemicals had already uh, began to erode him. Okay, so Bradley survived all these years somehow. So imagine that. I mean, you know, the Vietnam War happened like decades ago. And he's still around. Um, survived all these years. You know, he did. Now in his 70s, you know, uh, he survived cancer four times. So miracles do happen, you know. Uh, so how did how did he deal with that? Okay, well, number one, you know, he, he was suicidal. He was. Like Tim in the previous story, he turned to God for survival, all right. Uh, in his local church, he still talks to anyone that is having a very difficult time in life. Uh, Bradley did not have any kids of his own biologically, you know, because of the, the injuries that he sustained but because of the chemicals, terrible, horrible. You would think, how can um, humankind do this to another human being? Um, you know, I think Black Sabbath had this song a long time ago called War Pigs. 
War Pigs. And um, you know, listen to War Pigs from Black Sabbath. It's a very eerie song about war. Kind of like, like very like, like a like horror flick. But um, so Bradley did not have any kids of his own. I just said that. But he married a good woman. All right, so he got married, and uh, he, and they both adopted a boy and a girl. Back in back in the back in the day, and, and now who are parents on their own. Both married to someone special, and he does have some grandchildren, you know, because of adoption. Um, his life is total. He explained that God made his life whole. You know, others, especially his wife that had to go through all of his mental flashbacks with him, made him whole. You know, although he was frail even before he was deemed a senior citizen, uh, the love of others for him made him strong. Uh, therapies with psychologists and psychiatrists worked. However, it's his faith in God that truly healed him. Okay, um, and again, I'm not trying to promote the Christian faith or what have you. I'm just reading stories of men who served in Vietnam who trusted you know, their faith in God to help heal them to get through another day without taking the prescriptions of drugs, antidepressants that made them feel even worse. Um, so his ability to serve others by talking to them and offering some kind of hope is what drives him to live another day. So Bradley may soon um, Bradley may die soon, he says. At least he served to help others. okay So he has come to terms uh, of the Vietnam War. Uh, he was young. He had no control. Uh, he had. He did not want to be the guy that did not serve our country. Okay. Uh, his choice led to his health being unpleasant for most of his adult life. However, he's found peace in serving uh, others and God. Uh, the story. This story, my friends, is like the first. For every tragedy, there is something good. Uh, this man Bradley chose to do good despite his life struggles. Uh, he said coming home was hell, meaning when he came home from Vietnam, it was hell. Um, and also coming home was heaven. Uh, that's pretty, pretty strong words from a guy who, because of the chemicals, injured him on the outside and inside. Imagine that you're a man, a young man, you can't have your own children, you know, and um, the kind of psychological repercussions that the war had on him, everything. And when he came home, <clears throat> had to deal with protesters and, you know, his life and the struggles being here and he had to earn a living or whatever it is, you know, and he had his relationship with his wife and whatnot. All right. So... We're talking about how faith um, can help. Again, in this episode, I'm not trying to pro promote. I'm not trying to promote Christianity on anyone. Dealing with any kind of uh, emotional or uh, psychological issues, but this is um, something that worked for two two men in their seventies now that served in Vietnam. For those of you younger that just only heard about Vietnam. I suggest you you look into history, uh, 
and um, research that. You know, try to find good sources, um, good books on the subject, the Vietnam conflict, they call it, as well as the war. Um, it was just a very, uh, very historical time, of course, but it was very different. You know, my all my older all, all my older brothers served during that time. You know, my brother Alton, God rest his soul, he passed away like almost two years now. But he was in the Air Force. He was overseas. My brother Calvin was in Vietnam, right in the heart of things. Um, I got my friend down the street. My friend Bert was classmates with my brother Calvin, and they all served in uh, Vietnam. And they came back different, different men. <clears throat> they had issues, you know, and um, God bless them. So in this episode, we're going to talk about faith. I, I know um, I got a lot of listeners, and I don't have like a million listeners, but some of my listeners are, you know, we believe in Christ. We believe in Christ. We believe in God. And um, so with that said, um, you know, if you haven't delved in, the, the faith um, you know I'm going to read some scriptures and you know for the guys who are listening who need this and again if you, you, you you're turned off by this then you know maybe turn off your phone right now or whatever device you're listening to here on Spotify or whatever uh, Apple Podcast maybe you're, you're listening to this and you don't want to hear that, what I got to say I'm going to warn you right now I'm going to be I'm going to be reading some things out of the Bible and if that turns you off, then um, I'm not trying to turn you off. I'm just sharing with people who may need to hear this or people who are already Christians. Okay, so uh, here I go. I'm going to read. I'm going to be reading uh, some some uh, Psalms from uh, Psalm 16, 1 to 5. <clears throat> okay, so here you go. Some short passages from the Bible. Okay. Uh, it says right here in 16, 1 to 5, uh, Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. All right. So if you're listening and um, for some reason you forgot to turn off your phone when I'm reading this, um, I'm not trying to persuade you to be a christian or whatnot i'm just reading this because we're talking about how people deal with their mental issues especially when they went to war they're suffering from ptsd some people have found god as a, a true healing uh you know healing process without taking medication and i'm gonna read some more and if this turns you off, turn off your phone or your tablet or your computer. All right, so I'm going to read Matthew, the book of Matthew uh, 5, chapter 5. All right, so here we go. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called God's children. Blessed or children of God, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. All right. And um, that was Matthew, Matthew uh, 5, 3 to 11, and 12, actually. Uh, so we're going to read some Proverbs. Since today is the 15th day of uh, January, and the, actually the 15th day of the whole year, I'm going to read Proverbs 15, okay? And here we go. So a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise adorns knowledge, but the mouth of the fool gushes folly. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. The soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. A fool spurns a, par a fool spurns a parent's discipline. Excuse me, a fool a fool spurns a parent's discipline. But whoever heeds correction shows prudence. The house of the righteous contains great treasure, but the income of the wicked brings ruin. The lips of the wise spread knowledge, but the hearts of fools are not upright. The Lord detests the sacrifice of the wicked, but the prayer of the upright pleases him. The Lord detests the way of the wicked, but he loves those who pursue righteousness. Stern discipline awaits anyone who leaves the path. The one who hates correction will die. Sometimes people say die and, you know, you're going to die. But basically, you know, if you, you don't heed to correction and wisdom, you know, things go wrong. That's what dying really means. Um, death and destruction lie open before the Lord. How much more do human hearts? Death and destruction lie open before the Lord. How much more do human hearts? Okay, so mockers resent correction, so they avoid the wise. All right, so mockers resent correction, so they avoid the wise. Sound like somebody you know? <laughs> okay, so a happy heart makes the face cheerful, but heartache crushes the spirit. The discerning heart seeks knowledge, but the mouth of a fool feeds on folly all right all the days of the oppressed are wretched but the cheerful heart has a continual feast better a little with the fear of the lord than great wealth with turmoil better a small serving of vegetables with love than a fattened calf with hatred right a hot-tempered person stirs up conflict but the one who is patient calms a quarrel Okay, so the way of the the way of the sluggard 
is blocked with thorns, but the path of the upright is a highway. A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly brings joy to one who has no sense, but whoever has understanding keeps a straight course. Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. Here's one. Stands out. Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. And that's so true in everything you do. I mean, you know, if you got a plan, you got to run a plan by some people first who are experts in what you want to accomplish, right? So you get all these wise minds smarter than you. They look at your plan. Will it work? Why will it work? Will it fail? Why will it fail? And then you come to a, a, a decision. Go for it or not. Okay, so uh, 23. A person finds joy in giving an apt reply. And how good is a timely word? Okay, the path of life leads upward for the prudent to keep them from going down to the realm of the dead. The Lord tears down the house of the proud, but he sets the windows boundary. He sets the windows boundary stones in place. Alright, so the Lord detests the thoughts of the wicked, but gracious words are pure in his sight. The greedy bring ruin to their households, but the one who hates bribes will live. The heart of the righteous weighs its answers, but the mouth of the wicked gushes evil. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Light in a messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart, and good news gives health to the bones. Whoever heeds life-giving correction will be at home among the wise. Those who disregard discipline despise themselves, but the one who heeds correction gains understanding. Wisdom's instruction is to fear the Lord. And humility comes before honor. All right, that's that's some scriptures. And uh, again, I'm not trying to uh, persuade anyone to be a Christian or anything. Uh, anything that I read today, or displayed, or presented, um, it's, it's just ideas. It's just what people went through to be at peace. <clears throat> All right, so. You know, there's other people out there that who are Buddhists, um, who don't belong to a religion, but but meditate, learn to uh, meditate, or, or or learn to not take the medications, but went outside and and just be with nature where it's quiet. Because a lot of times when we have things in our minds, it, it kind of like, you know, it, it's it's chaos in our heads. You know, you go to work, you, you, you're thinking there's there's so much things to do that your mind is like just spinning, it's racing. So people have found tranquility, tranquility, uh, being in a placid environment, uh, on the water, in the ocean, in the mountains, or just taking a, a quiet walk, you know, maybe skateboarding or surfing, whatever it is, to, you know, lessen the stress, lessen your anger, lessen your sadness, lessen anxiety, depression, what have you. And th the two stories I've told you about two Vietnam veterans, you know, one was in the Marines, one was in the Army, 
and both had you know experienced this kind of a PTSD thing and both you know didn't want to you know intake the antidepressants and use the conventional therapies you know they were older already and, and they just wanted to find peace and you know both found peace in um you know spirituality and that's how they you know survived you know didn't become insane so to speak so again you know um anyone out there suffering from any type of uh mental hiccups psychological setbacks i don't i I don't really i really don't want to say problems too much because when you say problems it kind of like you're saying you know you got problems and I, i think most people know when they have a problem right so you know to kind of reinforce hey you got a problem you know that's not cool you know, because if I have a problem and somebody says, hey, Ron, you know, you got a problem. I'm like, Yo, yeah, I know that crap. I got a problem. But when you have people, like in the first story, I think it was the first story with uh, Tim. You know, a younger veteran of war told him, look, you know, you know, join us. And, and, and in our church, we're going to be we're going to be like the wise men in the church. And we're going to help coach. We're going to help coach and teach the the younger uh, members, you know, whoever has a, a problem or an issue, that they can talk to us about it and we'll, we'll be good listeners. And becoming listeners became healing for them. So, you know, and it says, you know, as Christian, you know, it says in the Bible, you know, as a Christian, you know, Christ says, you know, serve serve you know we're all servants you know you know and and jesus the story of jesus was you know you know he's he's a leader but he's behind you know it's like other people first and you know people make fun of me you know hey you know jesus is make-believe ron okay yeah okay jesus was a movie you know he he said some cool stuff Yeah, that's what that's what I like to say. You know, some people watch Disney movies, and you know, it might be fiction, but you know, a character might say something like with wisdom, right? You know, Rocky Balboa was you know a fictional character, but he had he said some wise things, right? People use that to better their lives, you know. So, you know, whatever people believe in, that's their thing. But um, today is the fifteenth of January. I'm gonna call it quits right now. Uh, I hope all of you have a blessed day today and a week. Uh, my next podcast is going to be on Thursday, uh, hopefully Thursday. And again, you can find this podcast on Spotify. Download the app. And uh, if you see me on YouTube, it'll just be like a few minutes on YouTube and that's it. Kind of like an intro. All right. So this was on a, a, a little bit on uh, post-traumatic stress uh, disorder, PTSD and again, if you're suffering from that uh, and you're getting treatment, continue with whatever treatments you're, you're prescribed because if it's official, then, you know, you stick with that. You know, don't don't say or don't listen to what I got to say. I'm just giving you guys some stories of others that 
decided that, you know, the conventional uh, therapies wasn't working for them. And, and these are older gentlemen. So, but if you're young and, and, and you, you still need help, well, you know, like I said, don't disband your treatment, please, for the love of God. Don't, don't disband or don't do a detour or do a 180 on the treatments that you have. Um, talk to the person the professionals that are dealing with you okay i'm not a professional they are they are trained to to work with you and um like i said if you're in a program you know don't listen to me and, and hey man i'm gonna jump ship and, and just turn to god you know take time out first and, and talk about it with your advisors first okay um again i'm gonna say this my disclaimer um do not take anything I said from this podcast as what you need to do in in your uh, battle with PTSD or any other kind of uh, mental or psychological issue. These are just stories that others shared that can work. And again, um, because I believe in Christ, I'm not saying that you got to be. So that's it. That's my disclaimer. You know, if you find something later and you want to check it out, then you talk to uh, talk to the professionals you're dealing with first before you do anything. And um, if they got medication for you, I can't say anything. Um, just listen to the, the doctors who are treating you. Okay, I'm not saying don't. So I'm just saying you stick with the, the regimen or the program that you're on, and that's that. Okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not licensed to tell you don't. Okay. But I'm going to tell you, if you already have a program you're on and you're in, it's with a licensed um, psychologist or what have you, or a medical doctor, by all means, you, you listen to them right now. Okay, don't listen to Uncle Ron. You listen to them, all right? Promise me you guys are, stay the course, listen to them. And if you don't, if you're not in a program right now, go get professional help. Go get professional counseling first. Don't listen to me. Listen to the experts. Listen to the doctors, uh, the doctors of medicine, or the the doctors in psychology. Please listen to them first. If you need to talk to somebody, then you talk to somebody. But if you're in a program, don't dismiss it. Okay, the experts know what they're doing. Uncle Ron, I'm not there. I'm just sharing stories and I'm trying to bridge the gap. For if you need to talk to someone, talk to someone who is an expert. And if you just need to talk to someone who's a friend at first, then that's cool. But when you need help figuring things out, that, you know, hey, you stick with the professionals, all right? Promise me that. You stick to the professionals and you stay the course. Don't listen to Uncle Ron. I don't have the answers. The professionals do. I'm going to leave it at that again. Stick with the professionals in the in the psycholo- psychological game or that um, that that business of healing you. Okay, don't listen to me. Listen to the experts. Okay, I'm, I'm Uncle Ron, Brother Ron out. You guys take care and God bless.